0: And thank you for joining us for our Dimensions of Wellness podcast series, where we talk about the eight dimensions of wellness and how they can help lead to a balanced and empowered lifestyle. This is your host, Marla Dalal, and I'm a nephrology medical science liaison here at Otsuka Pharmaceuticals. In today's episode, we will be diving into the first dimension of wellness, the emotional dimension. And our featured guest for this important conversation is none other than Dr. Rebecca Adut. Dr. Adut is a board certified UCI health nephrologist and director of the PKD partner clinic at UCI. In addition to PKD, she specializes in the management of acute and chronic kidney disease, hypertension, kidney stones, electrolyte abnormalities, and dialysis. She earned her medical degree at the UCI School of Medicine and completed an internal medicine residency at Kaiser Permanente Los Angeles Medical Center. She completed a joint nephrology fellowship at Kaiser Permanente LAMC and Cedars-Sinai in Los Angeles. And she also completed the UCLA Kennemar Kaiser Permanente Community Medicine Fellowship Program which focuses on healthcare policy, patient advocacy, and primary care in the underserved patient population. Thank you so much, Dr. Adut, for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Marla. I'm really excited to be here. Amazing. So, Dr. Adut,
0: to kick it off, I would love to know what emotional wellness means to you and why is it so important for patients in the nephrology community?
1: To me, emotional wellness means finding a balance in your emotions, even when you're dealing with challenges and stressors that come during difficult times. It's about understanding and managing the roller coaster of feelings that can accompany a diagnosis like kidney disease. It's perfectly normal to feel fear, frustration, or even sadness and anxiety when you're faced with a health condition like this. Emotional wellness is being able to handle these life stressors while adapting to changes during difficult times. But why is it particularly important for our kidney patients? Well, let's consider that kidney disease affects an estimated 37 million people in the U.S., with approximately 27% of them suffering from depression. That's a significant chunk of our population. So managing kidney disease isn't just about the physical aspects. It's equally important to address the mental and emotional aspects as well. In addition to its effect on mental wellness and quality of life, depression can interfere with medication compliance, increased hospital stays, and other complications. Emotional wellness is a fundamental component when caring for our nephrology patients. People who are emotionally healthy are in control of their thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. It helps patients navigate the complex journey of kidney disease with optimism and resilience. As nephrologists, by managing emotional well being, in addition to the physical aspects of kidney disease, we can improve our patients' quality of life and help them live well with kidney disease. So, what's the bottom line here? Emotional wellness isn't a bo- bonus, it really is a must have when caring for our patients with kidney disease.
0: Thank you, Dr. Adu. I completely agree. Living with kidney disease can definitely take a toll on your mental health and your emotional health. There's the stress of taking a lot of medications, thinking about what you can and cannot eat, and even being on dialysis can be so overwhelming for patients. So prioritizing emotional wellness should be a very big component of kidney disease management. And as you had mentioned, as we know, many patients with kidney disease also suffer from depression, unfortunately. So can you actually comment on the different types of stressors that may impact a patient's
1: emotional wellness? That's a great question. Well, when patients are diagnosed with kidney disease, they often find themselves facing a new reality, including dietary restrictions, medication regimens, frequent lab monitoring, regular doctor's appointments, financial anxiety, and in some patients, preparing for dialysis, transplant, or even end of life. These changes can be overwhelming and can understandably take a toll on a patient's emotional well-being that's where emotional wellness comes into play. When our patients are emotionally well, they're better equipped to cope with the challenges that kidney disease throws at them. They're more likely to adhere to their treatment plans, maintain a healthier lifestyle and have a significantly improved overall quality of life.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Dr. Adu. These are all very important points that you brought up. And one additional thing that I'd like to mention is that some of the symptoms of depression can actually overlap with the side effects of kidney disease, such as fatigue, or loss of energy, sleep issues, and decrease in appetite, to name a few. So I agree with you. It's super important that our patients are equipped with the right resources and tools to take care of their emotional wellness and their kidney disease. Can you share some emotional wellness
1: techniques that you discuss with your patients? Well, promoting emotional wellness in the nephrology community really starts with open and honest communication. I strive to create a safe space for patients to express their feelings and concerns. Sometimes just talking about their fears and frustrations can provide significant relief. Support networks are also crucial. Connecting patients with support groups, care partners, advocacy groups, social workers, or mental health professionals who really understand the unique challenges of kidney disease can be incredibly beneficial. And when it comes to our patients' well being, education is a game changer. Uncertainty can absolutely stir up a whole lot of anxiety. So I strive to arm my patients with knowledge. I make it a point to spend quality time educating my patients because I want them to be active partners in their healthcare journey, but it doesn't stop there. I also provide educational reading material and refer them to health education classes. Trust me, I've witnessed firsthand the incredible impact that education can have on a patient's care. It can help not only chase away anxiety, but also give a serious boost to confidence and empowerment. When our patients understand their condition and treatment options, they are better equipped to make informed decisions and take charge of their health. It's all about empowering them to navigate the twists and turns of their kidney health journey with confidence.
0: That is amazing, Dr. Adude. I really love your comment about empowering your patients. I agree that that is so important and critical. And I really commend you on all of the time that you spend with your patients to make sure that they are well taken care of and fully educated. So thank you so much for sharing that. Are there any things you, any things that you do personally in your life to improve your own emotional wellness that you would mind sharing with the audience?
1: That's a fantastic question, Marla. I'm happy to share some of my own practices with everyone. Emotional wellness is indeed a vital aspect of, of overall health. And just like our patients, we healthcare pro- professionals also need to prioritize our emotional well-being in order to be able to provide the best possible care. So here's a glimpse into what I do to stay emotionally grounded and healthy. First and foremost, I find solace in spending time in nature. There's something incredibly rejuvenating about the great outdoors. So for my own emotional well-being, I take regular outdoor walks and hikes with my dogs. It's a beautiful way to disconnect from the demands of work and technology and reconnect with the natural world. Another essential part of my spiritual practice is mindfulness and meditation. I use the Insight Timer app to guide me through various meditations and breathing exercises. It's an excellent tool that I use regularly to help me manage stress and stay centered. Now let's talk about physical wellness. I firmly believe that a healthy body contributes to a healthy mind. So I make sure to incorporate regular exercise into my routine. My philosophy is all about finding activities that I genuinely enjoy because that's my key to consistency. I aim for at least 20 to 30 minutes of exercise at least three times a week. I mix things up to keep it exciting from spin class to boxing, dance, and yoga. Variety not only keeps me engaged, but also ensures a well-rounded workout. And of course, quality sleep is non-negotiable. I prioritize getting enough rest because it's essential for maintaining emotional balance and overall health. It's incredible how much better I feel after a good night's sleep. So, to recap, my approach to improving my own emotional wellness revolves around a harmonious blend of spiritual practices and physical well being. Nature, mindfulness, meditation, exercise, and quality sleep are cornerstones of my self care routine. I really hope that sharing my personal insights are helpful. And please remember that taking care of your emotional wellness is not selfish. It's a necessary part of living a fulfilling life and caring for yourself in order to live your best life.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Adup for sharing. These were very insightful topics that you brought up and I agree with everything that you had mentioned. I think One additional point to add to your beautiful list is, you know, having a strong social support, whether that's friends or family, or even just for yourself to just make sure that you are accountable for your care and your feelings. Um, But otherwise, I think everything that you mentioned was very, very key and things that I like to practice in my daily life as well. So thank you so much again, Dr. Adu, for giving us your time and speaking on this very important topic. And thank you everyone for tuning in today. We hope you had some fun and learned something new during our very first episode of this series. These podcasts are also available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So be sure to like and subscribe to the NEFU podcast channel on whichever platform you use. And with that, thank you all again. And we really look forward to seeing you on the next edition of our Dimensions of Wellness podcast.